can you stretch those hands to the Lord and give praise to the Lord? Lord, we glorify you, God. We give you honor. We give you praise today. We thank you, Jesus, for, for who you are to us. Thank you, Lord God, for opening our ears so that we can hear your voice, God. Thank you, Lord God, for speaking to us today, Lord God, something that, that will resonate in our hearts, God, and cause us to, to do what you tell us to do, God. Thank you for our action steps today, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that as we follow you, God, that you would cause our lives to be enriched. Lord, make us attractive, God, to men and women who are lost. Lord, use us to be who you've created us to be and to accomplish your work in this earth. I thank you for anointing every hand today, Lord Jesus. Every hand, Lord Jesus. Blessing every hand, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for touching every heart today, Lord God. Every heart, Lord Jesus. Wash us with your blood, your precious blood, Lord God. We give you praise for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So we've been going along with this, uh, we've, been, we've been in this series, we've been in this series, Renovation, Renovation, and uh, Bishop has been laying some ground, uh, Bishop Johnson, the father of this house, can you do me one favor and stand to your feet and acknowledge the father of this house, one more time, please stand to your feet and acknowledge the one who leads us, the voice of God to our lives. Bishop Flynn and his wife, Lady Carolyn Johnson. Thank you, Lord. Yep. I serve in the best family in the world. Oh, man, I serve in the best family in the world. Uh, get, get, get ready to stand up and sit down. You know, I, uh, I love that. You know, that's part of working out, right? That's squats right there. That, that's, that's squats right there. Yeah. Wow, I didn't see, you see I dropped that down. Uh, just like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Can you please one more time stand to your feet and, and give my beautiful, wonderful wife, the one who completes me, Toya Johnson. Yes. Show her some love this morning. <laughs> That's the only woman in my life. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Stand up one more time. One more time to your feet. One more time. Come on now. Come on. Come on. I already told you what it was. I told you what it was. Stand to your feet one more time and give Pastor Tiffany a round of applause right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't know, she's single. Ow. Yeah, I put it out there. I put it out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know. You may be sitting, you know. Now, at any point of the sermon that you feel like it, you're more than welcome just to uh, pop up and then, you know, get back down, all right? all right? You got that? You got that? Stand to your feet one more time, one more time. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Give yourself some love in here. Yourself some love. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's another squat. That's another, you may be seated. You may be seated. Uh-huh. Hold that. Yeah, I see you. I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
I am, I am super excited uh, about what God is doing. God is doing something that is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. This is a season of favor. It's a season of favor. Uh, Elder Yule declared it. Lady Carolyn declared it. Also, Bishop declared that this is a season of favor. The door is open for favor. So I want to give you the word of the Lord. He was telling me something this uh, yesterday morning. He said, I am releasing a supernatural discontentment with being, satisfied, being satisfied with the flesh. I'll say that again. He said, I am releasing a supernatural discontentment with being satisfied with the flesh. And I am releasing a desire to be consumed in intimacy with me. That's what the Lord said to me, to you. That's what he told me to tell you. Another thing he said, he said, I'm going to break addictions that are destroying our families and our culture. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He said, I am going to empower you with strength and grace to be who I've created you to be, says the Lord. That's what the Lord told me to tell you. Can you put your hands together for that? For that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you receive it. You know what? You might as well stand to your feet one more time. Stand to your feet. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Put your hands together. Uh huh. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Before we before it's over, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some strong legs in here. We're gonna have some strong legs in here. Yeah. Okay. So I want to share with you uh, a testimony. This this today is very personal to me. I'm I'm going to uh, to open up my life and my heart. I don't have any problem uh, with with talking about any place in my story. Because I know that, I know who I used to be. I know where God brought me from. I remember when I was in the dark and the Lord pulled me out from the dark and he pulled me into the light. And for that, I'm forever grateful to him. So I don't have any shame when it comes to talking about where the Lord's brought me from. Uh, the Bible says they overcame by the word of the, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So today I'm going to share a little bit about my testimony, okay? Um, and it's just a story, uh, and I'll give you a couple of scriptures, and then we'll go home. I ain't gonna be long at all, okay? Uh, it was about three years ago, uh, I was having a really tough time um, with, with depression. I was, in a, I was in a place in my life where I was, I was uh, battling some serious depression, and I, I just, I didn't understand why I was just in a, in, in a dark place in my life. And, uh, and I was overweight. And, and I was, you know, you, you know how sometimes when you eat and it's good food, but, you know, you kind of go overboard. You go back in that thing one more time, you know. <laughs> you know, you, instead of having one burger, you have two burgers, you, you know. And not just two burgers. You can go in there one more time for a hot dog, too, you know. You know. And not only a hot dog, you might want to get some French fries, too. And after that, you know, you get you some pound cake, you know, uh-huh, heat it up in the microwave a little bit, uh-huh, and get you a scoop of ice cream, put it on top of that, you know what I'm talking about. But that ain't good enough, you know, oh, I need me one more piece of that cake, that cake was good, I'm gonna give me one more piece of that cake, you know. And then one more scoop of ice cream, you know, you know. It was just, it was just, I was, I was eating for comfort, eating for comfort, eating to make, make, uh, I wanted to feel good because I was tired of this depressing, this heavy weight that was on me. And I was walking around, I was depressed, and I was angry with myself, just angry with life, uh, for no particular reason. I mean, I have, a, I have a beautiful relationship with my wife. I have a, I have a 
have great family. I'm, I'm in the best family in the world, but I just, I just, I was just contented with, discontented with myself. I just, just didn't see myself how God saw me. And, and what was on the inside of me was starting to come on the outside. Uh, it started manifesting in my food first. Uh, yeah, I was really, I was stressed. I was afraid of failure, of, of failing. I was afraid that I had chosen the wrong career. I was, I was afraid that, that, that doing it God's way is taking me all the way up into this, 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 uh, this year in my life. I'm what, I'm 42 years old. I'm 42, I think I'm 42, am I 42 years old? I was born in 1976, I'm 40, I'll be 43 in October. I look good. Yes, I do. I'm gonna make, don't get me flexing these guns. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But, but um, I, I, you know, I'm, what you say, 40, 42 and fit. Yeah, I love it, I love it. But I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm, I'm, I don't have a million dollars in my account yet. Yet, I'm gonna say that one more time. Yet, yes, yes, yet, and and you know I'm thinking, God, did I? What, what am I doing wrong? What is it? And, and you know, and I know it's His timing, but sometimes you know the weight is uncomfortable, and and I'm you know just second guessing myself, and the voices, the voices of doubt, were in my ear. The voices of fear were in my ear. The voices of of uh, depression were in my ear, and uh, I was just. The more and more I started listening to, to those voices, I came more and more disconnected from God, uh, meaning um, I, I go to church every Sunday. I, I read my word every morning. You know, I, I, I'm, I do the regular routines, but the intimacy with God just wasn't there. And, and I was, you know, just in the place of, of, uh, of disconnection from God. Subtly, though. Subtly, though. You know, you, you know how you read the word and you can see the Bible, you can see what it says and you're like, wow, that's good. That's good, but when it comes to the practical application of doing the word, you know, that's a whole other thing, the action. You know, that's, that's where the disconnect was in my life and I was just, you know, dealing and struggling with those places with, with uh, intimacy with God. Uh, so, um, so I joined, I joined, I, I decided to do something that would help me to feel better. I said, you know what? I just need to get. I just need to join the gym or something. I just need to do something to get busy, get active, to get out of this rut, to get out of this feeling. So I joined Planet Fitness, right? And and this was about three years ago. Three years ago. So I started with uh, Planet Fitness, and I started. I started working out about five times a week by myself. And I was, you know, I had this regiment going. So you know, I decided, okay, today I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do arms. You know, I work arms. You know, today I think I'm gonna do legs. You know, I'm just guessing. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm creating my own regiment. You know, just trying to figure out, figure it out on my own. I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, and and uh, one day, oh, oh, I'm sorry. My body started changing, but then after a while, fat started coming back. The depression started coming back. Like I would, I would work. I would go on this, get on this regiment. I would do do what I would create. For, for a week and a half, so, and then I'd fall off the wagon with eating bad food, so my body would fluctuate, I would have these feelings of feeling great, you know, my body was getting stronger, but then, you know, fat was started to increase because of what I was consuming and stuff, and, um, and I was really, really having a tough time going back and forth with my weight, so my, my confidence, who I saw, my, how I saw myself 
in the eyes of God, in the eyes of people, I was, I was dealing with that. I was having a tough time with that. Has anybody ever been in that place? Can anybody relate to that? I'm just, you know, opening up my, my life, my heart, and I appreciate you for doing that. Yeah, we share, sharing that with me right there. Uh, yeah, so, so I was, it, was, it was tough. It was tough for me. So I, uh, my body started changing. Then, then I, I ran into this guy. His name is Dion Brown. I walked into Dion Brown. He said, hey, brother, what's up, brother? And he said, uh, hey, hey, man, you know what? You, you work out. All, I see you in here all the time. And, uh, you know, if you change a couple of things about your, your, your workout, your regimen, you know, you could, you could, really, you could re- really be effective. I watch you work. You work hard. But, but it just seems like you, you just need a little direction. So he started to help me map out the things that, you know, where I was wrong in my workout. So he said, you know, you should do these, this muscle group on this day, this muscle group on this day, this muscle group. And he gave me a regiment to do, okay? So I started doing this regiment, and then my body started changing. He said, you know what? You're getting really good at this. You're getting really good at this. You know what? I think I want to hire you as a trainer. So I said, oh, okay. Uh, wow, what do I need to do? He said, all you got to do is, is you got motiv- to motivate people. All you got to do is live Live what you're talking about. And then, and, then he st- and then something happened when he started talking to me. He said, you know what, brother? I don't know you really well. I mean, I, I, I know you from the gym. He said, but, but you, have a, you have a call on your life. This has, been, this has been happening to me since I was like 13 years old. People out of the blue from, I'd be somewhere in Europe. They just walk up to me and start talking to me. Hey, man, you got a call on your life. I'm some of people, total strangers that I don't know. So, you know, the voice of God starts talking through Dion. He says, you know, you got to call a God on your life. And, and you got to call on your life. And you need, to be, you need to be empowering people through fitness. And this is going to be part of your ministry. I was like, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, God, if this is what you want to do. Okay, cool. So I signed up with Planet Fitness. And, and, um, and I started working on w- with uh, Planet Fitness. And I started learning how to train. I started learning how to train myself. And then the Lord started talking to me. He brought the scripture to my heart. It is 1 Corinthians 9.27. 1 Corinthians 9.27. I've been living with the scripture for about two years now. It's, it's impacted my life. Can you put that up for me, Kenny? It says, which, which version is that? NASB. Uh, there's one for the message, and then there's one. I think I did the one from the message. Yeah. Yeah, if you give me the message, please. Is that message? No, that ain't it. It may, must be TPT. Huh? Oh, man. Come on, man. Let me see here. It is. I'll tell you which one it is. The one that says, I discipline my body. I discipline my body. That is, uh, is it TPT? New NLT. There it is. NLT. There it is. If you can put that one up, please, for me, sir. One moment, Houston. Yeah, buddy. You got it, Ken? So I read it for you. I read it for you. It says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it 
to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. I'll say that again. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. There it is. You see that? NLT. All right, help me. Help me read that. Say it. Say, say I discipline myself. All right, now you got to read the word of God with some unction. Now you got to read it with. You know, you got to say it like you mean it. You got to mean it like you say it. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. You might as well stand to your feet while you say this. Come on, stand to your feet. Yeah, yeah, get the sky, sky stand. All right, all right, all right. Say that with me, say it with me, say it. I discipline my body like an athlete. Yes, what? Training it to do what it should. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be. Yes, yes, yes. Put your hands together for the reading of the word right there. So the Lord started talking to me through this scripture. He started talking to me through this scripture. He, sa- he started saying, hey, hey, uh, hey, man, you, you, if you're going to be a trainer, you can't just tell people to do something that you're not doing. Nobody's going to listen to a fat trainer. nobody's going to listen to a, 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 fat, a fat trainer, a, a person who talks about something and then don't, doesn't do it. You know, if you talk about fitness and, 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 uh, and eating right, you know, all of those, all of those things, and then you, your body doesn't reflect what you're doing, then it don't make sense. You disqualify yourself, right? So he started talking to me about uh, my habits, and one of the ways he started talking to me about my habits, uh, my mom um, made me go see my grandfather. Um, he was struggling. He was struggling with uh, diabetes, and he was having a really rough time. He had, he had, uh, what was that? Was a hospice mom? What was he at? He, what, what what home was that in? He was in rehab. He was in rehab, so I had to go see my grandpa, my grandpa Teta, and um, he was—he had a serious battle with, with diabetes, and uh, so he, it got so bad to the point to where they started cutting, cutting his limbs. They cut his his leg off, and you know, once they start cutting your limbs, you know, it's, it it weighs on you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine suffering with a, a disease and, and and then cutting your limbs off? So. You know, I, I don't know, I have a tough time with that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go see him like that, you know. Uh, but she made me, she said, you need to go see your grandpa. So I went to go see him. And I sat with my grandpa, I was talking to him. And, uh, and so I, it, we, it was just silence in the room and I couldn't really talk because I didn't know, you know, what to do. It was discomfortable, it was uncomfortable, it was a discomfort in the room. And so I started talking, I said, Grandpa, you know, they're saying that if you don't change your eating habits, Grandpa, that, that it could be terminal for you. And they said that uh, if you don't start, if you don't stop eating skins and drinking Coke, the 
the sugar from the skins and the salt, excuse me, the salt from the skins and the sugar from the coke and the hamburgers. Those things are going to affect your body, attack your body, and it's going to be fatal for you. It's going to be terminal for you. Uh, the body only needs six grams of sugar in 24 hours. And in a Coke, I think there's like uh, 39 to 40, something like that, grams of sugar. And for every uh, gram of sugar is what? I think three teaspoons, something like that. Am I right? Something like that, three teaspoons. So three multiplied by 39. That's how many teaspoons of sugar you're drinking every time you drink a Coke. So it was, it was really affecting his body. Was, the sugar was literally killing him. And I had to come to grips. You know, I was losing, I was losing my grandpa. So I was, I was talking to him. I was like, Grandpa, you know, you, you got to do something different. And he said to me, he said, you know what, Chris? I'm going to eat my skin and I'm going to drink my Coke. I don't care what they say. He made a decision that he wanted to live to eat instead of eat to live. That was one of the things the Lord ta started talking to me was discipline myself like an athlete, telling it to do what it should, to starve the things that are not good for me and feed the things that are good for me. So I started feeding, I started feeding myself with the word of God it gave me the ammunition. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can get up in the morning. I can do what I'm supposed to do. I can do my regiment. I can, I can, I can uh, function in my job and, and, and handle all of the responsibilities that I have as a father, as a, as a husband. I started feeding myself with the word of God. This, this is part of the, the training that the Lord was, was, was having me to go through. You on, you on, does anybody understand? Is this okay? Is this practical? It's awful quiet. Y'all ain't falling asleep, are you? All right, because I'll come down there and wake you up. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, 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 it was, it was, so, it was, so it was the Lord. He was, he, was, he, was, he was working on me. He was talking to me. He was, he was working on me about my habits. So I started talking to people about their habits, about other, uh, talk, talking to other people about their habits. And because I started to live this lifestyle, this Lord... He gave me this, this anointing came to pray for people in the gym. For the last two years, I've been praying for people in the gym. You know, you're not supposed to pray for people in no gym. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be doing that, you know. But I was, I didn't care. <laughs> God was in the, middle of, 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 um, in the middle of everything. He'd say, pray for this person right here. And I would, uh, my friend uh, Aku. Her, both her parents uh, passed from diabetes, and she was afraid because the diabetes was in her in her blood. And she, her father went first, and then her mother. So she said, she said, I don't know what to do. You got to tell me what to do. You got to show me what to do. I don't know how to control my diet. I'm addicted to sugar. I, I, in, my, in my culture, we eat rice for everything. So that sugar, the doctor told me to stop eating. That be these things, but I cannot control my habits. I, I can't get this thing under control. So I prayed for her, right? And I prayed for the habits, and I prayed that 
that the Lord would heal her from diabetes. And I applied the blood of Jesus on her concerning diabetes. She came back to me in, I think it was two months. She said, oh, my God. She said, I went to the doctor, and my A1C level is normal. They cannot, she said, they cannot detect diabetes in my blood. That's a miracle. But the miracle happened when the habit was broken. The miracle happened when she decided that she was going to face the thing that was, that was killing her, that killed her mother, that killed her father. Another miracle that happened was, uh, was uh, Mrs. Glover. She had a back injury. She was in a car accident, and she had rods in her back, right? And so she would have these, uh, she, she developed, what's the, the name of the uh, arthritis? Uh, osteo, osteoporosis uh, arthritis in her back. She, uh, she had, she, so she, it was really, was it rheumatoid or, or uh, rheum, was it rheumy or, I think it was osteo, osteoporosis was the, I think that's, that's the one she had in, in her back. She had rods in her back. It was really hard for her to move. Same thing. I, put, I prayed for her. I prayed for God to, to heal her. I prayed for God. I applied the blood of Jesus to her. And then I showed her some stretches. She came back to me, same thing. A couple, couple of months, she said, look at me. I can move. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So, 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 uh, so the Lord, so, so the Lord did a, a wonderful work in her life concerning her stretches. It was, it was the confidence to do the stretches. It was the confidence. She, she lacked confidence in, in stretching. She didn't want to do certain things because it was causing her pain, and she thought that she was going to, to tear something up. So we worked one inch at a time, one, one stretch at a time. We worked, to, we, worked, we worked together. But the Lord healed her mind, you know, concerning her movement. Okay, and then another thing, another one was um, James. He had the same thing, sciatic nerve. He had a sciatic nerve condition. And, uh, oh, man, he couldn't, he couldn't stand up straight. He would come into the gym. He, he was walking like this. And he was like, I said, man, man, you look like you're in some serious pain. And he said, man, I just can't, I can't move. And the doctor's telling me that, that this condition uh, is, I'm going to either have to do some medication or, you know, they was going to take him through all this stuff. And, and I was like, look, man, let's pray. So I started praying for him and I started praying for the, for the pain to ease. And then I started showing him some stretches. I, started, I showed him a series of stretches, and and uh, he so he would come in the gym. He would do this regimen. I'll show him about twelve. Talk, we looked at some YouTube's too, and he started started doing this. And and one day he came in the gym. He said, "Hey man, I want to show you something." And his eyes filled up, welled up with tears. And he got on the treadmill, and he cut the treadmill on, and he started running. He he started running on six. This ninja had it on twelve. <laughs> It does my heart good to, to know that the, the Lord is a healer. The Lord is a healer. And I, I found this joy. I found this joy of seeing 
people healed, seeing people change the way they look at themselves, change the way they view themselves, change uh, of see, to see their bodies changing because of, of, of prayer and also changing things about their, their diet and, and about their workout exercise. So I started, I started to take serious, I, t- I started to take these things seriously concerning myself. And I got on this really strict regiment when the Lord started showing me what, what I needed to do. And because I, um, because I started studying, um, I, studied, I, started, uh, I started studying on how to take care of my body, my mind, my body, and my, and my soul. So I started taking seriously reading the word of God and, and also studying my body and, and, and how it changes and how it moves and, 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 my, and, and my, my knowledge about how to help people. Is, is, it's, been a, it's been a journey. And I started uh, eating better food. I, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm eating clean now. It took a minute to get away from that addiction that I had to food. I had a serious addiction. My wife would tell you I could, I could go in the refrigerator and take a whole thing of juice and turn the whole thing up. Am I lying? She called me Juicy J. <laughs> Juicy J. She, but then I, I, heard, I heard something. I heard something that that belly fat in men produces estrogen. I'm going to say that again so you can hear me. I said I heard that belly fat in men produces estrogen. When you eat a lot of soy products, it produces estrogen. And uh, I, I started changing. I started changing. Hence, hence, you know, my chest started changing. You know, it's, it's, it wasn't it wasn't tight no more. They started going out this way. You know, something wrong with that. You know, God ain't make man to have no boobies. You know, is it okay to say? Okay, okay. Is it okay to say boobies? Okay. God ain't make man to have no boobies. <laughs> so I had to change that. I had to change that. So I started eating. I started eating different. So I lost about 30 pounds, and, and I got really excited, and, and that's when I started on with uh, leading praise and worship. So some things started changing, started changing, and God started talking to me about consistency. And these are the areas that, that of consistency that he started talking to me about, and these are the ones I would like for you to write down. Number one, consistency in my devotion. Consistency in my devotion. Devotion is the place that we are what? We're supposed to know this. Devotion is the place that we are changed because we are connected to God. Devotion is the place that we are changed because we are connected to God. My consistency in my devotion, getting up in the morning and spending time in the presence of the Lord, not only prayer, but reading his word, asking the Lord, Lord Jesus, I need a word from you for today. For a right now word, that's called a rhema word. A rhema word is a right now for today word. So I started getting up every morning and getting a rhema word. Lord, show me what to do today. I'll tell you what he said to me the other day. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Don't lean on to your own understanding. With all your ways, acknowledge him. And what will he do? He'll direct your path. He told me that at six something in the morning. I'll tell you the rest of what happened in a second. The second, the second thing is he started talking to me about is training. First is devotion. Number one is devotion. Number two is training. You have to get under the tutelage of someone who is better than you if you want to go to another level. So I started yielding myself to the teaching of Bishop Johnson. There's wisdom in the teaching of Bishop Johnson. That man hears directly from God. Amen? Do me a favor. Stand up to your feet one more time. Give praise for Bishop Johnson. See, you wasn't ready for that one. Come on now, get up on your feet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And give praise for Bishop, yes, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, so I started yielding myself to the training, training, uh, being taught the word of God. Also training um, as far as my lifestyle is concerned, uh, Healthy lifestyles training, meaning uh, training in the gym, taking care of my body. That's also under training. Taking care of your body, eating the right foods, making sure that you have at least a cardiovascular, at least 30 minutes of cardiovascular workout every, every day. 30 minutes walking somewhere doing something. Because cardiovascular exercises are designed for the heart, the muscle that doesn't stop beating even while you're sleeping. So you want to make sure that you keep your heart strong by training your heart. So you want to train, get under somebody who's better than you, and then you want to train your body. Okay? And then number three, connection. Connection. You want to connect yourself with a group of people who are going through the same things that you are going through, or maybe a little bit differently who all hear from God, but in life you have challenges and, and you're not going to be able to walk this walk alone. You got to be connected to people because something that you're going through, your, your sister or your brother might have already been through it and they can give you some wisdom. Hey, you know what, girl? I did. I know what you're talking about, girl. I did that and this is what happened. This is what the Lord told me to do and these are the results because I did what the Lord told me to do. It's going to be okay, girl. Hang in there. And sometimes that's all you need to hear. And that comes from being connected, people, connected to people who study the word, who live a, a lifestyle, uh, that have a relationship with God. Amen? Amen. Being connected to people. Another thing is celebration. 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 It is good on Sunday morning to be on time. Wait, I'm going to walk back here, back here. So they can say it one more time. It was awful quiet. I'm going to say it one more time. Because, you know, they said halfway said it. Uh -huh. I'm going to say it one more time. Uh -huh. I said, it's good to come to Sunday morning celebration and be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's good to be on time, on time to worship the Lord. Because there is, there is an anointing that is released in this building. And worship. There's a strength 
that's released in this building. There is, there is clarity, there is miracles, there's, there's confirmation that's released in this, in, this, in this building when we are together, when we, when we are uh, with the body of Christ. These things happen, and, it's, and it's, a it's, it's a necessity for your life every week. You need to be connected to the body of Christ. Amen? All right? So he started talking to me about these different things. What's the first one? Uh-huh. Devotion. And what is devotion? It's, it's, uh, it's important for you to remember that definition. Devotion is the place that you are changed because you are connected to God. Devotion is the place that you are changed because you are connected to God. Yes, the word is life. And, and when you're in devotion, yes, you're changed when you're connected to God. Okay? And it's in devotion, the Lord started talking to me about what I'm going to talk to about, about next. Uh, training is the second one. Number two is training. Uh-huh. And number three is connection. Uh-huh. And number four, celebration. Devotion, training, connection, and celebration. Devotion, training, connection, and celebration. These are the things that, that will help you, help you to go to another level. In devotion is where the Lord started talking to me about a business. And I'm wearing, I'm wearing the logo right now. And it says, uh, this is my logo. And it says, One Core. See it? One C-O-R. Okay? And uh, so I'll break down really quickly what it means. Um, the one uh, is an arrow. It's always pointing up. Right? There's one body. First uh, Corinthians six nineteen says, "Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who lives in you, and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. One body. You have one body, and it does not belong to you. It belongs to who? That's the one. Okay. And then uh, the one also stands for blood. One blood. But if we are living in the light." Uh, this is, I'm sorry, 1 John 1 and 7 NLT. It says, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. There is one blood that, that washes us from all of our sin. And that's the blood of Jesus. That's what the red is for. That's, the, that's still, still the one. one. So there's one body, there's one blood. Okay, that's what the one stands for. Then one God. One, there's only one God. There is uh, Ephesians 4, 5 through 6 says, There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. That's my God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the one, okay? So one body, one blood, one God, and then one love, okay? Dear friends, I'm sorry, John, 1 John 4, 7, NLT says, dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. There's one love. And God, the biggest commandment, the greatest commandment is to love one another. One body, one blood, one God, one love. That's what the one stands for. The C-O-R stands for consistency obtains results. Whatever you're consistent at, those are the results that you're going to get. 
So if, you ha- if you're consistent in good habits, what are you going to reap? Good results. If you're consistent in bad habits, what are you going to reap? Bad results, right? The 927 is, where is it, right there? 927 is, that's the day that the Lord told me to launch, uh, September 27th. Uh, I'm doing a boot camp. I'm doing a free boot camp. And uh, I wanted to invite all of you all to come to a free boot camp. And, uh, and it's going to be uh, fitness on a whole nother level. Uh, I will get to, we will get to pray. I'll get to pray. Not long, but we will get to pray. You know, and I will get to talk, talk to God. This is, I don't get to do that in, in Planet Fitness. <laughs> so we'll get to pray, and then we'll get to work out and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and lo- burn some fat and strengthen some muscle. Yep. But that's one core. That's, that's, that's what it stands for. And, and uh, simply put, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Yep. That's one core. Another squat. Hey, another squat. Another squat. Another squat. Another squat. All right. Uh, consistent uh, consistency obtains results. Yeah. So it is. Uh, it is good to stay to stay focused on the things that God is putting his finger on the bad habits that he's putting his finger on uh, a lot of those bad habits are with food uh, a lot of those bad habits are with things that make us feel comfortable instead of instead of going after the things that are challenging instead of working out sometimes we get into this comfort zone instead of working out or instead of reading or instead of instead of uh, doing devotion we get into this comfort zone instead of going after those things that are that are challenging cons- concerning training concerning uh, building our bodies and uh, I think that is the place where we need help with renovation can anybody can anybody agree with that you help with with uh, renovation with renovating and those things okay all right so here's what we're going to do. I shared a testimony. I shared some, some scripture. So for those of you who want, who want help concerning those uncomfortable places, concerning breaking some of those addictions, concerning strength, concerning going forward with, uh, with training, have, if you've ever been uh, at a place where you feel like you can't, you, you're at this wall concerning training or concerning understanding the word of God or concerning uh, being intimate with God, having a more intimate relationship with God, if, you, if, you're, at a, if you're having a blockage or a stop in your life and you want to get past that wall, if you feel like that uh, concerning your, your body, you, you are um, in, this, in this routine of making yourself feel good, uh, pleasuring yourself with food or with whatever habit that you're dealing with to make yourself feel comfortable and it's not the best for you and you're noticing negative results in your body, if you're, if you're at a place where you're ready to change those things, I would like you to take a step of courage and stand to your feet.
Some, some people, you know, some people have a tough time with, with admitting these type of things. I remember being in that place because, you know, sometimes comfort is, it's easy to be comfortable. It's easy. That's the easy thing to do. But to train yourself to, to create new habits, that is uncomfortable sometimes. And, uh, and sometimes it takes a little courage to be able to say, okay, God, I'm going to give you these areas of my life so that you can take my life and your will can be done in my life. That's giving up your will. That's saying, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Wow, that's why people's turning up. So can I pray for you real quick? Come on down to the altar.